0: Chuckin' It From The Cheap Seats is the newest podcast covering high school basketball. Head coach Josh Thompson interviews some of the most impactful people who make Hoosier Hysteria great. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Subscribe to Chuckin' It From The Cheap Seats wherever you listen to your podcasts. Alright, this week on the Checking It From The Cheap Seats podcast, we are blessed to have Augie Brewer... The man behind MOPO, max out, pay out. The ministry started by Coach Augie Brewer. We're going to talk about that. Augie was a standout high school player for Coach Mark James at Franklin Central High School before going on to play for Coach Miller and Coach Beitzel at Hanover College before starting things out on the sideline, coaching with his brother at South Putnam, then an assistant for Coach Carter at Mooresville. And now he is a biology teacher and running the Mopo Life. Join us as we talk to Augie Burr on this week's edition of Checking It from the Cheap Seats. Checking It from the Cheap
1: Seats is brought to you by ShootAway. Offering products like 12K series guns proven time and again by the nation's top schools and college coaches programs. For special pricing and discounts, contact Bruce Help at
0: 317-767-5543 or go to shootaway.com. Okay, welcome to the Checking It From The Cheap Seats podcast this morning to Augie Brewer. Uh, Augie is a guy that we have wanted to have on the podcast for quite some time. And uh, people who are familiar with Indiana basketball are going to be familiar with this guy from his playing days in high school and in college. But the reason why I wanted to have Augie on the podcast is because of the work that he is doing, the kingdom work that he is doing with coaches today. Augie, uh, thanks for taking time out of your morning here at 6 a.m. to be on the podcast with us.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on. And we're uh, looking forward to talking about Mopo.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, just doing a little bit of research on on Mopo stuff again this morning, and uh, your website is awesome. We'll talk more about that, but um, I just enjoy reading your motivational stuff each and every day on Twitter. Um, you know, I, I've ordered the Mopo calendars for my coaches. I've given some of those out as gifts. And obviously, I think that people are going to be empowered by what you have to say today and just really enjoy your message, man.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, I probably need to start back to when I how this started. Um, back in 2002 is when I graduated from Hanover. Uh huh. And, um, it was in that year that I uh, took a new job. I, I got a job at South Putnam. Uh, I, we moved and, and got a new apartment. Um, got married. So mm-hmm. all these big life changes are happening. Yeah. Um, and my my wife and I we decided to go on vacation.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: and being a being a coach, a lot of times I'll uh, put a slogan with things that we're doing, and I, my, my wife probably rolled her eyes a little bit. But <laughs> the, 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 the slogan I came up with was MOPO for the trip. Uh-huh. And my wife, my wife says, what's that mean? And and I said, well, I want to get the most out of this trip. And it, it, it stood for max out, pass out at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, that, <laughs> so, so again, it's just trying to get the most out of your day. And at the end of the day, you're just ready to, to call it a day. Yeah. Um, and so, um, we did that, and then and then, as we moved on in years, we had four kids, mm-hmm. and anybody that has had kids, you know that you know you want to max them out during the day so that they're ready to pass out at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and so uh, the slogan continued and, and and um then i I started watching Shark Tank one one time, and I was watching, and Mark Cuban's on there, and you know Mark Cuban being an Indiana guy uh, I like had an idea. I read somewhere where if he got on his Dallas Mavericks website, uh, he would he would respond to emails. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought, you know what? I'm going to shoot this Mopo idea to Mark Cuban,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: and really not high expectations that he's going to respond. But Mark Cuban within 15 minutes responded back to me, yeah. and he just he just put, "Don't tell the world to pass out."
0: <laughs> don't and, and, tell the world pass yeah
2: yeah, so you know, then I got to thinking you know well, well how can I change it to make a difference right and, mm-hmm. and make it make it count and and the change was to make it pay out and so max out payout mm-hmm. and and you know the goal of that is um you know challenging people to think about how are you maxing out your day and what what is it you're ultimately wanting your payout to be mm-hmm. and, and and so the the thought process really is what what brings you joy? what, what, what in your life brings you joy? And, and, um, you know, my goal each day is to do things that bring me joy and, and be a reflection of Jesus and glorifying
0: him each day. Mm-hmm. No, that's a, that's a great story. And yeah, like I said, I, I just, I, I love your mission. And, uh, what, what really caught my attention is obviously you, you being a Hanover guy, I played there at Hanover as well for a little bit and, uh, the connections that we have. So, so we had some, you know, mutual acquaintances and friendships and things along that line. Um, but whenever yeah. I, I first, you know, started looking at your stuff, it reminded me of one of my favorite books, and I don't know if you've read it, but uh, Erwin McManus, uh, who, who is one of my favorite pastors, wrote a book called The Last Arrow. And essentially the, it's about the prophet Elijah and, um, you know, shooting arrow, every arrow in your quiver Uh, And at the end of the day, having nothing left. And I thought, man, Augie's stuff is so similar to that. And I I love the, I love the statement because so many times I think we as people, and I'm not just talking about coaches and I'm not just talking about basketball players here. I think we, as people don't max out enough. I, I, and we don't, we don't get the fruit out of life because we just kind of go through the motions. And and that's what I love the most about your message.
2: I think, um, you know, it's life balance, right? It's hard. It's, it's really hard to, what, what's pulling us every day. Um, and you know, I kind of break this down into three things, you know, how we, we all have the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, how are you using your family time and, and your relationships with, with other people? Mm -hmm. Um, and then your spiritual time, you know, what, and, and obviously all these intertwine, um, but, and then your work and, and, Lots of times we get pulled in one direction and we leave out the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's, it's trying to figure out that life balance. And I, I'm, I'm trying in, in, in my MOPO to, to take everyday uh, things. For example, you know, on today's calendar, it says saying please and thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, how oftentimes do we uh, miss an opportunity to tell someone thank you? Yeah. Um, and, and so and and. Again, a big part of this is trying to connect with people and trying to to, uh, grow the relationships that you have in your life.
0: Well, and, and the other thing, I read your book, um, I think it was two spring breaks ago. We went on spring break, and I read your book. And for those that love to read and love to get into stuff like this to, to figure out how to maybe develop better systems in your life, it's a fairly quick read. And um, one of the things, though, I really enjoyed about it was you talked about the spiritual, the physical part of life, uh, the work part of life, relationships. And you talked about how you're going to fail. There's going to be times where you're going to fail, and then, but if you're ma- truly maxing out, then the next day you just get up and you get back into the fight again, and you have a new new opportunity, and you just thank the Lord for that new opportunity that's in front of you.
2: Absolutely, um, you know, every day is a new day, every day's new challenge, right? And 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 thinking about, you know, I, I had a statement on my desk that said last night or yesterday ended last night. <laughs> and And just that thought process of, like you just said, a, a new day brings new opportunity. and And so how how are you um, when you get out of bed, how are you approaching the mm-hmm. day? Um, and And so you know there's some I tried to come up with some different pillars, and a lot of a lot of these pillars go with you know, sports that I played. You know, they come out of uh, thoughts there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one is your faith. You know, how, how do you start your day? And, and one of those thoughts is, you know, how is God working in your life? And, and if you're not spending any time in prayer with Him, then it's oftentimes you miss the opportunity of how He is working.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I have so many stories of, you know, I'm sure like you in the classroom where you have kids that are maybe not behaving like you want them to, um, and, and you start praying for that kid. And and you start seeing a softened heart, yeah. Uh, as you go uh, the next day, mm-hmm. and, and so again, just the, I call those God whispers. Yeah, you know God's God's whispering, "Hey, I'm right here with you, and, and I'm with you. Know, I'm, I'm moving."
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Augie, we're going to take a quick step back in time now, and uh, and I, this is the part that my wife always reminds me that I need to. Talk about this way earlier in the podcast, and I do sometimes. Yeah. But tell us about your family because I know they're a big part of of this mission that you're on with Mopo. Um, but but Absolutely. tell us you know a little bit about your wife and and your kids and uh, so how the family family's put together.
2: Yeah, yeah. My and I we met at Marion College. Um, I actually coming out of high school thought I wanted to be a nurse,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: and so I got in the nursing program. Now if you research the nursing program back in 1998, you realize there's, there were three males and there were about 25 females. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so. Your odds were pretty was, good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so my wife, she was in that nursing program. And I tell her that's, that's the reason I was in it is to find her. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, her and I, we met at Marion and, and, uh, we married at Marion and, and now we have four kids. Mm-hmm. My oldest is Luke. He ha- he's a junior. Uh I have a freshman girl, Olivia, a uh, seventh grade girl, Mallory, and a third grader, uh, boy, Kellen. Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, we we uh we try and do all kinds of things together and, and, and it's a, a challenge every day to do life with them and, and we we enjoy Doing things together.
0: Yeah. No, it's you know, I love how you put family, uh obviously your faith is number one, but then family's right there, it's 1A. It's the horse right there next in the chute. Um, but um, you know, with that you you've met your wife at Marion College and then you go to Hanover College. And this is something that I found out about you in the book. You were involved in a recruiting scandal. <laughs> That's, that was part of the
2: transfer portal before it was a transfer portal yeah
0: yeah no I love that Not. I, I love how uh coach Miller uh who was down there whenever I was there uh he was a, an assistant for coach Biden so I love uh how coach Miller was involved in this recruiting scandal so just real quick tell everybody about um yeah. how, how you so, guys were the Louisville of division three basketball at that time.
2: <laughs> right so so Coach Miller goes back. He went to my high school. He went to Franklin Central High School. Yeah. Uh, he, he actually played with my brother, Kyle. Um, but he was coaching at Hanover. I was playing at Marion. Uh, I'd been at Marion for, I'd played two years. And it was the summer after that second year, there was a, uh, I think, a, a wedding party. And he was, we were both there. And he, he mentioned that this place, like, hey, Aug, have you ever thought about coming to Hanover? Goes, uh-huh. you know, what would you, would you think about? It? And, and it was a, a thing, really, where I wasn't, wasn't really thinking about leaving Marion. And yeah. so he, he asked this question, uh-huh. and, and he says, hey, you know, we have a good core group of guys um, where you would fit right in with what we're doing. And, and so it was a thing where, you know, I prayed about it and thought about it, and, and I just felt the spirit moving me, like, yeah, you, this is an opportunity you need to, to do. And so then you know I make the decision to to come to Hanover, and um I didn't realize coach miller was was in getting and had to do all these little things to to make that happen you know mm-hmm. I, he got he got himself i think in some hot water from the standpoint as they said it was some illegal rec- recruiting possibly or something so yeah. there, i at, actually, at a family at a
0: family cookout <laughs> yeah at a fam- family
2: thing that's right. And 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 it wasn't, you know, I think it was two weeks before the season. Coach Miller saw me in his office with the with the athletic director, telling me, "Hey, you may not get to start out here with us because we got to get this figured out." Oh my! So, but but it all worked out, and it, it all turned out really good. I can I, I got some really good friendships uh, playing at Hanover, and it was really good.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, you told us a little bit about your family, and, and you told us about, you know, how you started out there at Marion College. Uh, how did you make that shift into education?
2: Sure. So, told you I was starting in a nursing program, and, and I, I'd always had in the back of my mind that education would be, you know, what I another thing I would like to do. And that first year when I was at Marion, I did not play basketball. I You know, I think I was a freshman and, and pretty overwhelmed with starting – uh, college and, and then being in the nursing program was, was very, um, challenging. And, and so, uh, after that first year, I I missed basketball and I, and I just kind of told myself, I I wasn't, I wasn't doing as well in the nursing program as I wanted. And so I made that shift to to change to where I could play basketball. And and I I went into education from there. Mm -hmm. And I also got to, got to say, you know, my dad, big influence on me he he's a educator
3: mm-hmm. was a
2: athletic athletic director at the middle school in Franklin Township for 25 years mm-hmm. and I can I can remember getting up in the mornings uh you know watching him go to school and thinking man I, I'd like to do that someday yeah. um so uh the the other aspect is just the number of teachers and coaches that have had an impact on me um you know thinking about coach James and 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 just uh the way he coached me and the way he cared about me and those kind of things i you know I wanted to have that same impact on people as well uh-huh
0: and so and so you go to Hanover and you graduate in in two thousand and two and you said your first teaching job was at south putnam
2: that's correct my my brother had taken the head basketball job at south putnam
0: uh-huh
3: and
2: it worked it was it was you know the timing of it was really good because he he took that job. There was a, a, a PE science opening there that uh, that was where my area is. And so I was able to team up with him for four years and, uh-huh. and have, a good time, have a good time coaching with him for four years.
0: Yeah. So what was that like coaching with your brother?
2: Yeah. So, you know, obviously I, growing up, he was a guy that I looked up to all the time. You know, I, I loved going to watch his games. Uh, and, and then now I'm getting to team up with him and coach with him. And you know what an opportunity you get to spend time with your brother, doing the thing you love, mm-hmm. um, and you know we can bounce ideas off each other. Um, I remember one time he we were going into a game and that rule about are you going to foul someone at the end of the game if you're up, yeah, if you're up three three with ten seconds, yeah. you know, yeah, and, and we're in the we're in the office and we're back and forth and I when we leave the office we say, hey, we're we are not going to foul right Mm -hmm. and then we go in the game that night and i think it was north putnam versus south putnam actually Uh and we're up we're up three with 10 seconds to go yeah and i I remember my brother calling a timeout telling the kids to foul
0: (laughs) and (laughs) And you guys had agreed not to foul
2: (laughs) yeah we did in the office you know the night before talking about it and, and, and then the game worked out we ended up winning yeah but uh I, I I do remember. Uh, in fact, in that game, the the kid fouled. We fouled the kid, but we fouled him on a three pointer. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you know. So well, my so. philosophy
0: on that is, you foul every time. You just you, yeah. you, you foul every time. But like you, you're getting at, you got to practice. You got to practice right. that, and, right. and And of course, you're going to screw it up from time to time. Right. But my sure. my thought on that, Augie, um, you know, getting over to the to the basketball stuff for just a second is. Um, in that situation, it's easier to call it off. You know, it's easier to work on it and practice and say, This is our philosophy, this is what we're gonna do. And if there's something that tells you not to do it, I think it's easier to call it off than it is to do it because if you do it in the heat of the moment, like you said, sometimes you end up messing it up and you foul the guy on the shot. But hey, it worked it worked out it worked out for the Eagles that night. Now
2: it did. It did.
0: Now when you were at South Putnam, uh, was there a guy named Keith Puckett that was there as principal?
2: Yeah, At the time, he was the athletic
0: director. He was the athletic director. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Keith, I got to know Keith a little bit through Greg Dean, who's a good friend of mine, head coach at Fountain Central now. And Greg played there at South Putnam, but I think he played there uh, maybe before your brother got there. Is that the case? Or uh, was your your brother, when did your brother become the head coach there?
2: back in 2002 2003 okay
0: so the so your first year then um and so yeah greg had already graduated but good people there at south putnam Um, absolutely and so from south putnam then you were there for a couple years and then then where does the lord take you
2: so yeah so then uh after those four years my brother had taken a head job at triton central um and i i was looking for maybe a job closer to where i was living within plainfield here so i I found a job in Mooresville,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: I teamed up with Coach Bobby Carter, Okay, uh, and I, I coached with him. I, I, I'm still currently at Mooresville, I, I, and I've coached with Coach Carter for the uh, for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and, and Coach Carter had quite an incredible run there at Mooresville, and obviously class basketball changed the dynamic at Mooresville, uh, but he had quite a run there, didn't he?
2: He did. Um, we had a lot of fun years. I know – we, we were so close. I know we, we, we didn't get it done winning a sectional, but we were in probably four sectional finals, um, and we had the opportunity, uh, you know, just to be in that game. Uh, and, and Coach Carter always, you know, he, he, one thing I, I learned from Coach Carter, I mean, I learned a lot of things from Coach Carter, but mm-hmm. just his ability to be patient in a game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, there, there's so many times in a game where maybe you're down – eight with four minutes to go and you're, you're feeling like, Oh man, we got to, we got to foul or we got to you know do something. And, and it's, it's interesting in a high school basketball game, the number, you know, a minute is a long time. Absolutely. I mean, you, you, you know, I mean, 10 seconds can be a long time, but a minute, you know, when kids are trying to hold the ball, maybe for a minute, there are so many times where turnovers happen and you get an opportunity. <laughs> and, and so I, how many times I can't, how many times we had, you know, we felt like, you know, maybe if you were watching the game, you're like, well, Pioneers are probably down here. And, and how many times we got right back in the game and had an opportunity. Sometimes we'd win them, but, you know, if it didn't happen. But uh, we had some really good battles uh, during that time.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, your your day job, you, you know, you talk about how you started out there at South Putnam teaching science and PE. So, what, what does your day consist of there at Mooresville?
2: Sure. So I'm, I'm uh, all biology at Mooresville. I have okay. two, eighth grade, two eighth grade biology classes and then four freshman biology classes.
0: Okay. So you're living the dream here in, in the next week here with the ILEARN stuff for the biology test. Right. right. So when, they, we, when we drop this podcast, uh, when the Bari Media Class drops this podcast next week, you're going to be in the midst of ILEARN.
2: Well, the truth is we did our ILEarn last week. Oh, okay,
0: okay. So you got it. You're done. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm done with it. So, yeah. yeah, take a take a breath there from that.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you take a breath from it, but the, the I-Learn biology test, and I want to get on my soapbox for just a second. Sure. It is, is, to me, one of the most ridiculous things that we do in education because it is an important test. Um Schools are compared to other schools with the test scores, but kids are told and they know going into the test that it does not matter one iota toward their <laughs> high school graduation. I just think it's one of the most ridiculous things that there is. Somebody somewhere, Augie's making a little bit of money.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that, I don't, I mean, if you've given the test before to know that you can't move on to the second part till you get done with the first part, and, you know, there's some kids that will take three days to get the first part
0: done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's I, I've had to administer that test before uh, whenever I was assistant principal at Vincennes and working with our biology teachers. And, and I know it just created a lot of train wrecks. Um, but, um, you know, for 15 years, you know, you you were uh, Coach Carter's assistant there at Mooresville. You helped your brother there at South Putnam. Have, have there been any other uh, – extracurriculars that you've been involved with along the way, maybe track and some other sports you've helped out with.
2: Yeah. So, so right now I'm coaching junior high track. Okay. okay. And, and um, this year also I coach junior high girls basketball uh-huh. um, at, at Plainfield. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the fall I do junior high cross country. Yep. So I've, I've turned into a junior high uh, coach here yeah. uh, the last, the last couple of years, but yeah. Uh, any you know I've really enjoyed like anything I told you having an impact on kids and mm-hmm. trying to trying to do some different things and it's uh, I, I've enjoyed getting in this uh, avenue of, of the sports with because I wasn't a guy in in high school that ran cross country mm-hmm. uh, but now now I'm able to, to have an impact there and, and so yeah junior high cross country junior high track and, and junior high girls basketball is how I've been been rolling here the last uh, two years.
0: I chuckle a little bit because I'm just thinking about how, regardless of your mission with MOPO, there's a special place in heaven for you, coaching three <laughs> different middle school sports. <laughs> I, I teach middle school PE each and every day, and and the dynamic there is is quite complex. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different animal, right? Absolutely. So, last week, um, I was fortunate enough to talk to Dell Harris uh, here for our podcast, and um, obviously, Dale, with, with an extensive background there in professional basketball, and he, he was interesting to talk to because he's so passionate about his faith. One of the things I did not know about Coach Harris, Augie, was that when he went to Earlham College, he started out uh, that he was going to be a minister. And mm. he is actually ordained, and he has, he has done some weddings and, and officiated some of those. Uh, but what was it really interesting was he said, regardless of what level he was coaching at, whether it was at Dale High School or Spencer High School uh, way back, or whether it was coaching Kobe and Shaq, he, he told me, he said, coaching is a ministry. And um, I just thought maybe you could touch on that, whether it's your junior high kids uh, that you're coaching, whether it was the high school kids that you coached there at Mooresville or South Putnam, or whether it's just kids in the classroom. How do you use what you do each and every day as your as your ministry
2: so I think Billy Graham had said a coach will impact more people in one year than the average person will do in an entire lifetime mm-hmm. and, and and I you know I look at that quote and and it's it's so true you're you're getting an opportunity to work with kids every single day um and I've been able to use you know my mopo where where I' really showing up every day and, and challenging them like hey, let's get something out of the day here and, and whatever it is we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, again, having that opportunity to have an impact on each kid, trying to build relationships with the kids. Um, you know, for, for some of them, that may be the only sport they ever do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and especially at the junior high level, trying to make it fun, trying to make it enjoyable for them to, uh, to get something out of what they're doing and making it a place where they feel like they belong. Yeah, um, you know, and 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 so if you can have that kind of impact, and and what's really cool is when they do get to the high school and they see, you and they're you know they come, hey coach, <clears throat> excuse me, hey coach, how you doing? You know, just again, build building a positive relationship with with them, and and you know, maybe not every kid you get that kind of response,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: uh, having knowing that every day that's the mission work you're trying to do. Um, and touching lives and, and, and building relationships is, is something I'm trying to do every day.
0: You know, you talk about coaching junior high track. Um, I, I, I had texted you last night uh, to tell you, you know, hey, we're, we're, we're still on for tomorrow and just double-checking things, and I was coming home from a unified track meet. And I'll tell you what, I had one of those aha God moments uh, last week coaching unified track. We were over at Vincennes, and I had a young man um, that got a ribbon in the unified track meet, and after the meet, his mom, you know, was taking a picture of him with his ribbon, and uh, this is a special needs kid, and then she mm. she wanted uh, to get a picture with her son and our uh, one of our aides uh, in the special ed department who helps me as an assistant coach with the unified kids, and then she wanted a picture with me, and, you know, and I'm smiling, and I'm kind of taking all this in, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this is not that – you know, big of a deal, but you know, it is, you know, to the to the kid yeah. and to the parent. And then I'll tell you what, I was walking back to the bus, Augie, and I thought, this this guy's probably never gonna compete for like a sectional title in basketball or baseball or, you know, in one of those sports that we we think of when we think of high school sports. And I thought that that was that kid's sectional trophy moment. That that was right. that was his moment, you know, and I thought, man, how cool is that 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 I got to be a part of that, and uh, I just I, I really you know thank God for kind of giving me that spiritual slap across the face, like wake up, man, that was awesome what just happened. Yeah, and right. uh, and you talked about that with junior high sports, and I think a lot of times we forget about that with junior high sports. We get so competitive that it is about giving them opportunities. It is about creating fun so that they carry that into high school. And you know what? If they go on to be really successful high school athletes, that's awesome. But if not, at least you laid the foundation to where those kids were a part of something uh, in in junior high. Absolutely. For over 32
1: years, D1 Basketball has offered elite basketball camps and top-tier player development programs. Team camps, individual skills camps, and shooting camps can improve performance for you. You, Indiana basketball camps impact performance like D1 Basketball. Since 1989, annual enrollment in D1 basketball has grown from 80 to 3,500 players, making it one of the largest individual basketball organizations in the Midwest. The mission of D1 basketball is to help coaches and players maximize their performance.
3: D1 Basketball Facts
1: D1 basketball camps are exclusively endorsed by the Indiana Basketball Coaches Association. D1 team camps have hosted more high school sectional championship teams, final four teams, and Indiana All-Stars. Any other camp, shootout, with summer tournament. B one team games provide the best chance for a school coach to work with all their teams in top tier competition throughout the course. You know, it's
2: like you. I, I have this thought in my head when I coaching the junior high sports, is that, that, like, like you said, to make it fun, but also to, you know, if you can get them to want to keep doing it, you know, that's that's really the goal to get them to the, you know, if you want to, if they want to do it again the next year, mm-hmm. and and cr- creating that. Um, creating that atmosphere of fun and creating that atmosphere of uh doing things doing fun things but also doing things that are productive and and like you just said there the, that you know maybe that's the super Bowl for them yeah and and um you know we we talked earlier about uh the the i'm going blank here I'm sorry
0: <laughs> no you're fine you're fine
2: uh, uh I was just saying we talked earlier about making it impactful for mm-hmm. them. And Absolutely. And, and, and not, not going through your – sort of what you were saying earlier about not going through your day of um, just going through the motion. Mm-hmm. But under, understanding that when you're coaching them each day that that's an opportunity uh, for them to, and for you to have impact on them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was in a d- devotional. I, I, I do a coach's devotional group and Bible study on Thursday morning. And and we were just talking about how sometimes basketball season, yeah, there was another varsity basketball coach in there. And we were talking about how, uh, you know, during the season, you know, you, you maybe on Friday night you win. And then on Saturday, on Saturday morning, or excuse me, Saturday night you lose. And so Monday you come to school and you're in this bad bad mood you're moping around and some kid walks into class and they don't have any idea whether you won you lost over the weekend you know they had their own stuff going on and they walk into your class or walk into the gym and it's like you got an opportunity there you know you can either be moping around or you know you can make that kid's day and that to me is really a big part of what your message is you you got an opportunity in front of you max it out man max it out
2: yeah right right you know one of the other pillars here is to show love and care for others mm-hmm. right and 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 trying to do that on a daily basis there there's a story i really like about a captain named charlie plum he was a navy pilot in vietnam
3: mm-hmm. and
2: he had flown 74 successful missions and on his 75th one his plane gets shot down yeah and and he he survives it he gets shot at but he survives it he's in the uh the uh, prisoner of war camp for six years, and after those six years, he finally gets released. He goes back home, and he's sitting in a restaurant with his wife, and this guy in the restaurant keeps looking at him, uh-huh. and and he's just, he, he thinks it's a, uh, you know, kind of a weird thing this guy's looking, but the the guy finally walks over and says, "Hey, you're Captain Plum, right?" And yeah. he says, "Well, yeah," and uh, he says, "Well, you're that guy that's done seventy-four successful missions," and he goes through his his career and, and Charlie Plum goes, well, how do you know all that? And he goes, cause I'm the guy who packed your shoot that day. Oh, and, man. and so <laughs>
3: uh,
2: the, the question is who, who is packing your shoe today and who's, whose whose shoe are you packing? Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that kind of thought. No. And so no. I, I like that story because it, it goes along with the lines of what we're saying, like, are you, how much care are you showing for others and, and who's caring for you?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, because we got opportunities to do things the right way. And, uh, you know, you don't get another chance to go back and, and make that kid's day. And, unfortunately, sometimes in education, kids get turned off if educators uh, or coaches are negative, And it's really hard to get them back uh, once you've, you've kind of turned them the wrong way. But, Augie, I want to give you a plug here. We're not done yet, but I want to give your website a plug because we're in this middle of the conversation and there may be a coach out there that's looking for uh, your book or your calendar, uh, people can go to Mopo for Life, mopoforlife.com. And uh, there's all kinds of uh, swag, I guess you could, you could say, as the, as the junior high kids are talking about today, Yeah, uh, that you can get a, a shirt, a hat, coffee cup, you can get the book, you can get the desk calendar, uh, and that's mopoforlife.com. But, uh, Augie, I want to go back and, and shift back to the MOPO stuff uh, here. You know, w- what would you say, a- again, a lot of times as educators, as coaches, we get going through the motion. But what would you say to somebody that's, that's kind of messed things up a little bit and, and they're, they're trying to get themselves back on the right track? I know that's, that's another message that you talk about in the book about how there were lots of mistakes that, that you made early. Uh, in your life, and I know I'm that way too there was you know lots of sin and and different things going on and and I've tried to make positive changes but i I, I get a lot of people coming to me uh, talking about that what what would you say to those people who have maybe messed some things up and trying to get things back on the right track
2: yeah so number one is is uh i think its I think it's important to you, we try to connect with people right mm-hmm. and I, I think when you connect with, with people and have people in your life that are maybe uh, your mentors or, or people that can can speak truth into you, mm-hmm. um, I think that's a positive thing. I try to with this calendar you know you know maybe' you're not, maybe you're not a reader, maybe you don't want to read a book, but with the calendar have an everyday uh, challenge for you and it's a quick challenge along with a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. and and within that bible verse you know speaking into you each day and and the bible verse is supposed to go with the max out payout thought yeah um and so uh you know I, number one just again don't give up i don't you know n- never give up i think that's the mm-hmm. message i'd speak to you to um but i really you know it's amazing how many people i've been able to connect with mm-hmm. with the mopo from a standpoint of, uh, I'll give you this story. I, a lady called me and said she wanted some of these calendars. And, and so I meet her and I, this is a lady I'd, I'd worked with in South Putnam. Uh-huh. And when I, when I meet with her, we start talking about our family. Yeah. Well, during the, during the COVID time, uh, one of the negative things that came out for, for our family is my son was going through an eating disorder. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, when I meet with this lady, I, I tell her that, and she says, well, you won't believe this. My daughter is going through that same thing. Uh-huh. And, and, and so, uh, again, just the, the message of, of trying to bring some hope and trying to, trying to again, connect with people, I, I, I want that to be the goal. And, mm-hmm. and having, uh, you know, the other kind of the other goals of the MOPO is to, uh, trying to spread positivity yeah. uh, to people. And 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 uh, being a reflection of of Jesus as we do that.
0: Absolutely, no. It's it's awesome you you touch on that because uh, I think both and both you and I would agree that not everything that's going on in our society is positive today. But one thing I and I tell my junior high kids this in health class, I think one of the positives that's happened in society in the last ten fifteen years is we are a lot more open about things like mental health. And, uh, you know, things that, that in a conversation where someone 15 years ago, picking up some Mopo calendars from somebody would have been reluctant to talk about with, you know, an an acquaintance, uh, we're a lot more open about things like that. And I think that is definitely a good thing, uh, that people are willing to open up. But, you know, I, I, I go back to the one one dude that's unwavering is, is Jesus and he's always there for us and when we have opportunities to to help people out and to talk about those types of things in those relationships like you said that's tremendously important that we're there for people that are having a tough time or you know the great lie that we're told that we're not good enough you know when when satan yeah. creeps in and he tells us we're not good enough and uh you know i, I hear that from time to time hey you know why are you speaking this way? Because think about all those things that you that you did or mistakes that you made, and and that's where I, I love your calendar and I love your your verses that you share every day because it just brings positivity and it speaks to the truth.
2: Um, I don't I don't know. I want to share this. Uh, you know, during the COVID times, there's a there was obviously some some positive things right that came from from the the COVID times. I don't know. Started taking walks with my wife. Yeah, uh, I was uh, baking with my daughters. Uh-huh. You know, it was just a, a slower pace there. Yeah, and obviously I, this book came out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I got the vaccine, and, and three days after the vaccine, my feet went numb. Yeah, um, and, and so I, and so through MRIs and, and things, uh, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know that's a that's kind of a heavy. Diagnosis when oh. someone tells you you have multiple sclerosis, and and really I'm a person who don't didn't know a whole lot about uh-huh. multiple sclerosis, um, but it's a, a it's when the immune system attacks the, the myelin sheath. It's the outer protective layer of the central nervous system, mm-hmm. and ex, ex, exposes and da- uh, the damage and damages the nerves. Yeah, and and so. It's not one, not every person reacts the same, you know, and it's different for different people. But, you know, every day I wake up with these numb hands. Mm -hmm. And, 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 uh, so, you know, you got to ask yourself when you're going through those things about, you know, how are you going to respond to this? And, and and it's real life stuff. And you're, you're thinking, you know, like you were talking about walking in after a loss and, and, and the kids are, uh, don't have any idea that's what's going on. It's, it's sort of a lot the same same thing here mean, like, kids don't care that your hands are numb every day I mean they they care but I'm just saying that's not on their mind yeah exactly so,
3: how,
2: how are you approaching you know how are you approaching the day are you going to go in and be negative or, or are, are you going to go in and, and be positive and, and and try to be upbeat and, and going and mm-hmm. you know one of the things you know I remember coach James always saying at Franklin Central is you know control the things you can control
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and 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 you can control your attitude every day, and and coming in every day with a with a positive attitude, and 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 that's really what I try to do.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's you hit the nail on the head there. From what Coach James had told you, um, you know, uh, going back to your website and uh, just doing some research on on this whole deal, one of the things that you talked about is is showing unconditional love, and you know, it, it, as a father. That's so difficult, I think, um, to show unconditional love all the time to your kids, especially when, when frustrating things may happen at home. Um, but the other part of that is that balance. And what is your best advice for coaches? Because you're you're really busy with junior high cross country, junior high girls basketball, junior high track, and having that balance of, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time at home because I've got this track meet how how am I going to show unconditional love to my kids what's your best advice for having that balance because I know that's a struggle for a lot of coaches
2: yeah so you know one thing is is Taking advantage of the time when you do when you are at home, mm-hmm. right? Not just coming home and sitting down and flipping the TV on. Oh man, and, that's and, so easy and, to do, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is. It is. Especially with the 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 fine or the NBA games going, or college games going, or any sports. Yeah. you know, in that matter, but um, but but really being intentional and and being present uh-huh. when you're when you're there. Um, you know, and I would say, you know, there are times where. Maybe I mean there's lots of times where I haven't uh put the bill on that and and maybe maybe you have to stop and 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 ask for forgiveness from your kids, you know I like yeah. say hey um and and there are times where uh you know when you're you're dealing with your kids where maybe you raise your voice and you get out of you get all out of sync there and and you have to you know go back and and apologize to your kids <laughs> um but yeah, being intentional being present and mm-hmm. and you know I think. Also, you know, my wife and I, we found that just, just taking a, a 10 minute walk, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's probably one thing out of COVID that's been positive for our marriage is we weren't, we never took walks. And, yeah. and then, uh, during the COVID times, you slowed down so much, but you know, like, Hey, let's go take a walk. And, and, and we've tried to keep that going each day. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's bonded us well.
0: Yeah, no, that, that stuff is important, that time with the spouse and, and, you know, making it intentional. And another thing that you hit on, Augie, that I think is so important is to never be afraid to admit when you're wrong, whether that's with your team that you're coaching, uh, maybe a mistake that you made throughout the game, or whether that's a mistake that you made at home and talking to your kids about that. Because I think we live in a society now where people are afraid to fail. They're afraid to admit that they were wrong. I know it's a vice that I have, but it's it's so impactful when you admit to a group of kids, "Hey, I was wrong. I screwed up here," because I think that shows them that hey, growth can happen here, and you know, part of growth, bring out, "Hey, I screwed up. How did I screw up? Let's come at this from a different angle and let's do better next time." And uh, I, I thought that was great that you talked about how you admit that to your kids there at home and that balance.
2: Yeah, I think lots of times I don't, I don't. I mean, it shows that you're human, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it shows our our human side, and and as much as we want to always think we have it all together, there are, there are absolutely times where we just don't have it together. Most times, and and being able to to show that, I know, uh, you know, with my daughters, uh, it, our, that goes wonders in our relationship. When when I can, you know, stop and slow down and and they either admit my fault or, or whatever that, that has grown our relationship.
0: Absolutely. Well, Augie, again, uh, I cannot thank you enough for your time here this morning, uh, being on the podcast with me and the kids. Uh, this is one I've wanted to do for a long time. Again, your, your website is mopoforlife.com. Um, kind of kind of give you an opportunity here. Is, is there something that we didn't cover that you would love to, uh, pass along to young coaches to anybody that listens to the podcast. I know I have a lot of young coaches that uh, tune in weekly. Uh, but is there something that maybe you'd like to leave them with this week?
2: Sure. Well, going back to that question of what brings you joy, and and trying to do more of those things in your life, mm-hmm. and you know, just the challenge of you know, again, every day is a new opportunity, and every day you get to you get an opportunity to to decide what you're going to do with your time and hopefully you're doing things that bring you joy. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I, I also just, you know, wanted to speak out to the, to the coaches uh, and saying that, you know, I'd love to get one of these calendars in your hand. I'd love to get, you know, a book in your hand, Mm -hmm. um, and feel free to, to reach out. Um, I know I, you know, it's a thing where I'd love to give these to every single person. Um, but there is a cost to it, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they're not—they're <laughs> not
0: just making them and handing them to you, are they?
2: <laughs> right, right, right. And so, you know, hey, the goal in this really is not to make money. The Absolutely. goal in this is to—if to, you can break even with it and and shed light and positivity, that—that's a win. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the goal is um, also to to spread the love of Jesus. And so, if if you any coach wants one of these. Please feel free to reach out to me again. The website, uh dot com, um, and I, I also have done a little bit of speaking with with some teams um, and where I go, and I just share the message and and also just uh, and I know I know some coaches, you know, like on a Thursday before the game or maybe on a Saturday they bring people in as kind of a motivational mm-hmm. thing, and I I'd, I'd like to do more of that. Yeah, and you know, making time to do it and, and connecting with with coaches and doing that but um I have these Mopo bracelets I like handing out to the kids um and so Uh, any coach that would like to do that, feel free to reach out.
0: Well, and going back to the calendars, I know that was something that I got for my coaches and I gave them as gifts uh, to all my coaches. And, you know, uh, there'll be times that we'll we'll reference those or there'll be times that I see a a scripture that really kind of goes along with something that we're doing or something that we're talking about. And I'll share that with my coaches. Um, So they're very impactful. And like you said, they're just a quick read there on the desk. Um, yeah. but, but your book, i tell you what, I really enjoyed your book and you know, it was one of those deals where it was a quick read over a spring break and uh, it was very impactful for me and fits right in along with what I try to do and, uh, very influential as far as positivity and bringing it each and every day. Well, coach Brewer, thank you so much for being on with us and, and taking time, um, and best of luck with this mission. And and I know that you're going to continue to bring positivity in everything that you do.
2: Well, thank you for having me,
0: Coach. Best of luck to you and the Mopo Life hashtag Mopo Life, and one more time, that's mopoforlife.com. dot uh, com. Coach Augie Brewer, thanks for being on with us this morning.
2: All right, thanks, Coach. Good luck to you. Willie. I, you know, same, you know, I, I know, I. Well,
0: we cannot thank Coach Brewer enough for being on the podcast with us this week. Join us next week as we talk to former state championship head coach and current. Head man of the Noblesville Millers as we talk to Scott McClellan. It's going to be an interesting talk with Coach McClellan. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about fishing. Anything and everything goes as we welcome Scott McClellan next week to the podcast. Until next week, keep checking it for the cheap seats.
1: Chugging it from the cheap seats is also brought to you by BSN Sports and Jeff Neal, their sales rep. Shop BSN Sports for a large selection of sports apparel and footwear, custom and stock Nike team uniforms, and sports equipment for your next winning season. Contact Jeff Neal
3: at 812-204-3808 or visit bsnsports.com.